Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Whiskey Sessions podcast. A Matt's here with B Pimp. We are here for episode 162. B Pimp, how's it going with you? It's going great. It's the Roger Maris episode. That's right. Uh, Roger Maris, the all time home run leader. No one since has surpassed his amazing number. His amazing 162 home runs. <laughs> in one season. I don't know how he did it. That's a home run for every game. Roger, slow down, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. For this episode, of course, we got a whiskey. But what's a whiskey without a beer pairing? And so, B-Pimp, you got a very special beer to tell the folks at home about. What would you say your favorite beer out of Chicago is? Ooh, favorite beer or favorite brewery favorite beer man that is really hard i think it might be off color troublesome i was thinking you were going to say apex predator but i'm glad you said off color (laughs) okay because i've got a very special beer that i stumbled across it's their 10 year anniversary deca beer that just oh very cool it's awesome. I bought it because it looked interesting, and I always look for off-color stuff. And then, then I got home and looked it up, and it's only, it's very limited. Vinny's that, had, like, two four-packs left. That is amazing. Well, and how is it? I haven't I haven't had one yet. This is going to be my first time trying it. It's, a, uh, it's basically like Apex Predator, but it's a farmhouse ale mix. So they're mixing two of their original strains that they made when they were starting up their brewery okay. into this beer as a 10th anniversary like celebration basically yeah i uh folks at home if you haven't had off colors offerings as you open this go ahead and get them obviously apex predator troublesome are both really great options but you can find them outside of chicago i did find one place in oakland that had them yeah they're really good yeah um you introduced me to apex predator and i immediately loved it it's still to this day one of my favorite beers it's just the flavor profile, like it's a saison, like a, it's like a wild beer where they let the bacteria kind of go, run wild and see what happens, and it's mm-hmm. just so good. And that's kind of what this is a farmhouse ale, but it's a mix, and they do have um, some different kinds of, like a nice mix of malt and hops, and then they double yeast it. Yeah, double yeast it. Yep. So I'm very excited. I I looked it up and kind of saw some spoilers that people are loving this beer, but. Looks like a good one. So cheers to off color. Cheers. Oh, what a delight. I wish I bought both four packs. You know what? Yeah, maybe you should have bought both four packs, but at the same time, you're giving somebody else that delight as well. I like that more, actually. Yeah. I don't spread need more the love around. I'll just have one. I'll just spread out these four that I have and enjoy them. Definitely. Yeah. You know what you can do is just like once you drink half the can, fill the rest of it with water. Yeah. And then it's like you've got more. Yeah. That's how That's a good it works, idea. right? <laughs> yeah. Every time I take a sip, I'll put water in, so I'm never really drinking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got it. All right. I Folks at home, yeah, again, I, you're probably going to have a tough time finding this beer, but Off Color, again, is a great brewery. They have a new series since you've left uh, this, the Windy City of beers for different activities that are also great like beer for golf beer for lounging beer for pizza beer for tacos oh interesting Mm -hmm. wow i feel so out of the loop i gotta i gotta get on that 
literally out of the loop. Very much out of the loop. I remember actually once looking at an apartment that was literally in the loop and almost getting it. Mm. it what was that? It was, it would have been 2009, I think. It would have been after DePaul. I was in grad school. Okay. Um, Maggie wasn't quite ready to live together, but I was like, I don't want roommates anymore unless it's her. So I had one year and then oh, I ended up living fine. in. <laughs> hey, you did want no, but it was uh, I. I ended up living in East Ukrainian Village instead. Yeah, but there was an apartment. Yeah, in, it was like in the loop, and it was still I don't know, like eight hundred dollars. It wasn't like that much. Hmm. But, but Ukrainian Village led us to um, what was that bar that had hams? It was either well, there was Happy Village. And Happy the, Village. There's the other one that's a little bit like Happy Village that's one block over. And I'm forgetting the name of it. I loved Happy Village. Those were Happy great. Happy Village is great, though. I miss when you guys lived in the city because I felt like anytime, wherever you lived, there was always some some place nearby that was like a good, reliable dive bar that you could just go to and have fun. Definitely. Yeah. Every place. We, I mean, Chicago, the city in general is good for that. Yeah. Um, okay. Before we jump into our top five list, and our top five list is an exciting one. We're talking about the top five animals you're afraid of. So it's going to be a little scary. Yeah, this is a warning for all of you scaredy cats out there. Yeah, if you got kids, send them to bed. Yeah. This is a scary episode. Yeah. I. So I'm going to say this ahead of time. Maggie seems convinced that I am afraid of spiders. I really am not. And in fact, as proof of this, I didn't put him on my list. I don't know if there's any other way to prove that more than just leaving him no. off the list. I don't know why she says that. I mean, I don't like spiders, but I am not afraid of them. I'm not even, I love spiders. I, they would never be on this list. I seriously think they're great. Yeah. And you know what, though? Actually, what did set me back a little bit is so here in the Bay Area, we have Mount Diablo, which is a little bit east. It's like the tallest hill around. And tarantulas will mate on Mount Diablo uh, during certain times of the year. I've never seen that. I've actually never been on Mount Diablo. But is this like a code word? Are you a spy? <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Tarantulas will mate on Mount Diablo. <laughs> yeah, at a certain time of year. <laughs> um, but so there are tarantulas around. There are also apparently a spider called a fake tarantula. Which I don't know why they're fake tarantulas. They just kind of look like tarantulas, but I guess they're technically not. I bet they don't like that their name is dependent on another spider. I know, I feel bad. It's like if we yeah. started calling chimpanzees fake humans. <laughs> that is a human thing to do, though. We wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, apparently, Elena goes to preschool a little bit up in the Oakland Hills, and... She's been going there for the better part of a year. And one of her preschool teachers just told us that sometimes they have to clear the playground of tarantulas before the day. I'm like, what? That's something I would want to know about before committing. Exactly. Thank you. And it doesn't mean you're afraid of spiders. No, it just means you have concerns about like what's going on at this place. Yeah. So uh, apparently tarantulas are another thing I learned as I was doing research after hearing this horrific story that they never mentioned. 
is they're not very venomous. No. I always thought they were. I don't think they are, no. No, they're not. So whatever, tarantulas, bring it on. And also, you're not going to hear spiders in the top five of my list. Nope. Spiders would be on my top five friendly animals. Yeah. Top five coolest animals that you're not Hell afraid yeah. of. Yeah. Next Put together week we're doing that list. Top five rad animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Before we dive into the rad animals, I got to dive into this whiskey. And uh, I'm going to be honest. Ooh, this so, has got a tag on it. It does have a tag on it. The price point was right around $40, $45. And I'm saying all this before I even introduce it. I do not like the name of this whiskey. And frankly, I don't really like the bottle either. Uh-oh. It's called Angel's Envy. Oh, yeah. It's uh, got a tramp stamp on it. It's got a tramp stamp on it. They got a little angel wings on the back. It's Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in port wine barrels. Uh, 86.6 proof. And where is it out of? Well, it's out of Kentucky. It's uh, distilled in Kentucky, bottled by Louisville Spirits Group in Louisville, Kentucky. It doesn't really say a whole lot more about it. Oh, here we go. Well, they actually hand wrote the batch number and the bottle number on it. So that's something. And it lists a space. It says uncorked by. I don't know if you can see that. So I could put my own date in here of when I drank it. But uh, we'll see if I I feel like doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm shit talking this whiskey already. I just, there are certain things I don't like about it. I I think I would like to apologize for saying tramp stamp because I think women should feel empowered to have as much sex as they want. And I do not want to use that term. And so I do not want to put this on Angel's Envy. I think you should have a clean slate and try it and see if it's good. Okay. Uh, I've got my normal whiskey drink glass. I've got one big cube ice cube in there. I'm intrigued by this because I've heard of this whiskey quite a bit, but I don't know if I've ever had it. Yeah, honestly, I feel like I've seen it. I definitely have not had it. It's pretty light in color. I don't know if you can kind of tell there. Wait, you have big hands, but is that a tiny glass or is that like an optical illusion? No, it might be an optical illusion. Uh, oh, okay. I do have pretty big hands. Yeah. But that's yeah, a nice glass. It is, yeah. Uh, all right. I'm giving it a smell. I love that the fans can see our glassware now. Yes. I think that's very important. I'm sure they love that. I call it, I'm calling them the fans, too. I mean, if they listen, they're fans, right? Yep. I guess it's all about your identity. Yeah. The smell is like a. It's got a something note in there. Like it's a pretty typical bourbon smell, but it's got a little bit more of a syrupy, almost kind of vanilla scent to it. Vanilla does not surprise me as a flavor that they would put in something called Angel's Envy. That sounds right, yeah. right? Yeah, All I right. can see that. We'll give it a taste. There's mm. no spit take. That's a positive. Yeah, no spit take. I don't think that's ever happened. Well, we I wouldn't want to ruin my computer like that. <laughs> we haven't had a spit take yet. And we no. drink Southern Comfort, so it probably will never happen. Yeah, it won't. Uh, we've been hardened to that that happening. I will say, you talked in the last episode about your whiskey kind of having a buttery taste to it. This actually also does that, but I think it it does it too much. Hmm. I think it's it, it puts some kind of something in there to avoid the thin taste. 
and I get like a like the first bit of it. It's not too strong, and it does have a bit of a full body taste, but it's not <clears throat> it's not lasting in the aftertaste at all. Hmm. Like it's thinning out, and I could tell it's thinning out. Like it was a trick. Hmm. Maybe a magician distilled it. That's possible. I'm gonna take Maybe another taste. Field. I don't want to. I don't want to disregard this whiskey because I. I feel like I'm. I'm judging a book by its cover here. And I want to take a take a second, and really just try to look at it uh, with a clean slate. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna do in my second sip. I'm gonna erase my mind of everything I thought about it or said about it. And now, what do we think? So that second taste, and I didn't wait too long, like has a bit more of a punch to it, which I feel like is common. Maybe I have a tendency to take a bigger gulp in my second taste, so it just does that. Hmm. It's deep in thought. This, yeah, real deep in thought. Because it it it's doing the same thing where it it's almost leaving a weird texture in my mouth that I don't really care for. Yeah, it doesn't sound something I would be envious of. No. There's nothing really offensive about it, but I just feel like it should be giving me a little more sweater on the inside, a little bit more of a authentic full body taste, a little bit more of a complex, interesting flavor profile than it has. But I, I think it really does come down to the price point. If this was $20, $25, I would say probably, I don't want to say I would put it on the smooth train, but I would say like you could do worse. Okay. I think for the price point that it's at, and I'll give the third sip to confirm this. That's how you know he's a true whiskey reviewer. Third sip. Yeah. Like, again, I will mix this with something, ginger ale, Coke, whatever, and it will be fine. But I don't think I would enjoy this on the rocks on its own. And if you're going to be $40, $45, I think you need to have that kind of versatility for me, at least. So I'm going to give this the boot. Ooh, damn. Yeah. Hate to do it. It's not like awful, but Angel's Envy. Again, I'm holding it up to the screen. I don't know why I'm holding it up to the screen again. So you can see what I gave the boot to. <laughs> Just a little bit more insult injury. <laughs> yeah. Get a good look at this whiskey you should definitely not buy. This is it. Don't, yeah. get, don't forget it. Don't forget it. All right. I want to hear about your philosophy for the top five animals that you're afraid of, because I I did have a slight philosophy, which was if there's no potential chance that I could ever run into this animal, I didn't include it on my list. So for that reason, I don't have like a lion on this list because I'm like, well, unless I the zoo fences break or I go on a safari in Africa, like I just will not run into a lion. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I had the same kind of theory. It was. I just thought the. I was thinking of common animals that people are afraid of, and just like literally giving myself that test of like, think of that. Are you afraid of it? Yes or no. Yeah. And then that was it. <laughs> Mine sometimes was like, have I had a dream or a nightmare about this animal? Right. And for my number one, I have. And number two, Ooh. I thought a lot about. And number three, I have too. Uh, so, I found my number five was super tough. I was picking between a bunch of animals. But ultimately, I went with one for whatever reason. Probably number five should be spiders, but I just said I couldn't have that on my list. 
Nope. Spiders are great. Spiders are amazing. Not scary at all. They kill uh, all the other gross shit you don't want around your house. Yeah. My brother was bitten by a brown recluse spider. That's supposed and, to be deadly, I thought. Uh, well, they are quite venomous. He didn't die. But a day later, his skin on his leg was starting to decay. And he had to get a minor surgery. And he walked with a cane for a little bit. For like was, where was he? Eastern Oregon. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think he knew he was bitten, but then he saw what was happening to his leg. He's like, what the hell is going on? And then he went to the doctor and said he were bitten by a brown recluse. Yeah, it kills the skin tissue. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's tough. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Without further ado, let's get into it. These are our top five animals we're afraid of. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. All right, B-Pimp, what's your number five? My number five is stupid. Um, it's javelinas. Do you know what they are? They're like pigs, right? Yeah, they're little pigs, and they're very aggressive. And I don't think that's a bad one to have. I was just in Arizona. We went to Scottsdale and golfed, and they had signs all over everywhere we hiked, everywhere we golfed, watch out for javelinas. And they have all these little pictures of them. They're just like little snarling, like squat little pigs, and they just look like they're pissed off. And if they see you, they're just going to like run at your shins. And it just made me like, what the hell is going on with these little pigs? Like, why are they so pissed off? That's crazy. Because like, I mean, they're bigger than javelinas, but wild boars are like a real threat. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have them, but yeah. don't mess with wild boars. They will kill you. No, this, this, these signs in Arizona were effective enough to get these javelinas on my list. Yeah. Uh, my number five is also like sort of a goofy one, but it's monkeys. Uh, and so I haven't been to India. Big human. Yeah. I don't, uh, haven't been to India. I, I know from my brother who studied abroad there that like, uh, the monkeys can be quite aggressive there. Not like a deadly way, but just like, like pretty bad. And uh-huh. also, I mean, I think it's, I'm going to get this wrong, but like it's custom to not like, you also don't want to be too aggressive with the monkeys. Uh, and then Maggie and I, we went to Japan and we were in Kyoto where they have some, a few hills there that have these, I forget what kind of monkey it is. It's like actually not a very aggressive type type of monkey, but when we were there, it was mating season. And they even said, don't look the monkeys in the eye. I was like, Ugh. wow. Well, let's just kind of like, yeah. I, I think it was a time where the the male monkeys especially were just like a little bit more aggressive than they would normally be. And this sounds awful. It's not great podcast material, but like some of the female monkeys were like bloody from, I don't know. So it was like a crazy monkey sex time <laughs> was when we decided to go to this. I mean, we just happened to be there at the time, but it's uh, you research like, what are the monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What are they the most aggressive? Apparently, it was them. <laughs> uh, so I thought about it because I like the whole time we were there. I'm like, I'm I'm watching for these monkeys, but I'm not going to look at them in the eye. But I'm watching for them. I want them to know I'm watching them, but not really <laughs> yeah. watching them. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's an uh, Carl Pilkington in um, an Indian abroad, get, like goes to a monkey sanctuary and like sits with them, and he's uh-huh. like, he's like, I remember him being surprised, like how aggressive they were because he had like chips and stuff and they were just like assaulting them and like taking everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Uh, yeah, watch out for those monkeys. All right, what's your number four? My number four is aggressive birds. Oh, I was not thinking birds, but that's a good call. I've got a very specific reason for this. Okay, so I'm a golf nut. And sometimes what I do is if I'm up super early and I have like a, like an hour or two before work starts, which happens to me a lot, I'll just like run over to Bridges of Poplar Creek in Hoffman Estates. And it's got like a wide open practice area that you can go to any time of day. Um, so I was there like, frequently there like very, very early in the morning. And the um, chipping green and sand trap is over by like a, a hill with a bunch of like natural plants on it. And I guess there's a lot of birds in there. And I just wasn't thinking about this because this is like an established golf course. It's been there forever. And like this practice area is very trafficked all the time. But I guess there's some like, I think they're uh, blackbirds that are in this area. Lisa was telling me and they're very aggressive and like defensive of their nest. And I was there by myself, like 6 a.m. chipping and a bird dove into my back. What? <laughs> yeah, it like attacked my back. Wow. It like used its hands and attacked my back. I felt it. It didn't like, I, I didn't get cut or like bleed or anything, but it was like very obvious. And so I was like, what the? But I, I like got my shit and got the hell out of there. I was like, okay, I, you win. Like, I'm out of here, man. I don't want you going to my face. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. Wow. All right. That's a reasonable excuse to put up number four. I will say I, I couldn't, I didn't have the nerve to put them on my list for this, but I was, uh, we have a hummingbird feeder in our yard and we'll get hummingbirds sometimes. And I was trimming our lemon tree. This was like a year ago. And I was up on a stepladder and this hummingbird stopped like in the middle of the lemon tree. And I was like, does the hummingbird have like a nest in here? I didn't see anything. I was like, is it mad at me for trimming this tree? Like what's going on? But it was looking me right in the eye from a foot and a half away. And my only thought was this, like this hummingbird could easily, quickly, way faster than I could react, just gouge my eye out. That was my only thought. I was like, why is this hummingbird looking at me so aggressively? It seems so weird to me. And it creeped me out for like a second. I think this list should have been like top five animals you're afraid to make eye contact with. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Um, okay. I, my number four does not fit that particular bill because I don't know where its eyes are. But my number four is house centipedes, which okay. I don't I don't deal with them anymore. They don't have them on the West Coast that I know of. But I remember the first time I saw this in Chicago uh, was in a studio apartment I was in, and I'd never seen one before, and I was horrified. They look like ancient bugs. They're yeah. loud when they move. They can be pretty freaking big, too. And they're just gross, and I don't like thinking about them. And I know they eat other stuff, and supposedly they're good. I don't care. I fucking hate house centipedes. Yep. No good. I'll have more to say about this later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, as long as... <laughs> yeah, because they're... Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, don't like it. Uh, all right. What is your number... Wait, which one are we on? Three. Three. My number three, speaking of ugh, possums. Ooh, good one. I don't think so. I know that I, I don't think possums want to mess with anyone. I think they just want you to leave them alone. Like no, I, I don't think even they're know actually if, relatively docile for that kind of critter. 
Yeah, but they just look gross. And this isn't fair. And I love animals. I'm a vegan. Like, I just love animals of all kinds. Even a possum. I'm like, the possum's probably great, and I'm just a dick. But, like, there was a huge one that was hanging around our house. And I remember distinctly one night when I used to smoke, I opened the garage to go out and have a cigarette. And there was a fat-ass possum sitting in our yard staring at me. And I was like, nope. And I just walked right back in and shut the garage door, hoping that it wouldn't follow me in. And Is I was that like, when you quit smoking? Did a possum yeah. cause you to quit? I think the possum was the final straw. And that oh. was the last. Yeah. So I should have possums number one on my favorite animals list, I guess. Yeah. Looking out for your health. Mm-hmm. I had, like, we do have possums in Oakland. Not where we live now, but under old place, we'd have, like, the trifecta of possums, raccoons, and skunks. But I had never actually seen a possum. I just knew that they were around. But I finally did see one. And it was the day before, and I took a picture of it. It was the day before Maggie gave birth to Elena. So it was like some kind of sign. That's pretty amazing. I hope that's good luck. I think it's got to be good luck, right? Yeah. All right. My number three, I didn't distinguish these two animals, even though I know they're different. People are going to get mad, but I just put bees slash wasps and mainly wasps. Um, But I do think like for a couple of reasons, one, when I was younger, I stepped in a bee's nest or I didn't even really step in the nest. The person in front of me stepped in the nest, but I was still stung five or six times. And uh, I'm not allergic to bees, but when you get stung that many times, like I was kind of having an allergic reaction, Uh, not bad, but just like, I remember I, my bee sting that was on my hand made my hand puff up to like twice its size. It was sort of weird. And you walk around Uh, and I I am super hand. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And that's why I still have the hands I have now. With this yeah. Last, um, <laughs> and then in our yard, we were for a little bit getting little wasps' nests, and I don't know why they haven't come back in the last year and a half. But they showed up on our fence, uh, and I was stung. And then I was like, "What the hell was that?" And I killed them later. Uh, and then they would show up along the line of our roof, uh, in like three or four locations. And wow! So I would go out. You have to wait until it's like dusk and they're less aggressive and then i would use the spray and get them down but it was not a fun activity to be like i'm gonna spray a bunch of wasp nests and hopefully i don't get stung but uh yeah i just i don't like them have you ever seen ground wasps no those are disgusting mr ryan and i were playing at white pines last year and there was like a ground wasp infestation on one of the greens there are these huge wasps that they just continually dig tunnels in the ground and then they fly out and then they dig another one and they're gigantic whoa gross i would not play that golf course no i uh the other thing was i had elena alone for a night or a weekend or something like this and she was about two years old or a little bit younger and I felt like a terrible parent, but like, uh, we were outside. She was playing in a little kiddie pool. You know, it was hot, and I was like, "Oh, this is perfect." Her swimsuit was had like kind of full sleeves on it, um, but it was a flower swimsuit. And so this bee came on it, like probably on her shoulder. I was like, "Oh, that's not good," and I. The bee was like kind of acting weird. I'm like, oh my God, does the bee think like the flowers on her swimsuit are actual flowers? Jeez, this is an idiot. Uh, but <laughs> the bee slowly walked down her sleeve. And as I noticed this, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go grab that bee or shoo it off or something. 
as it got to her wrist where her swimsuit ended, Elena grabbed the bee. And I was like, no. And the bee, I could see it in slow motion, just slowly stuck its butt down and stung her. And I was like, ugh. You dirty bees. You dirty bee. But she had never been stung by a bee before. So my first panic is like, is she allergic to bees? I have no idea. And she cried. We took her out of the pool and brought her inside. And then I realized she was only, I mean, she didn't like the sting, obviously. And I think what helped is I grabbed the bee and the stinger out like immediately. But at that point, she was only mad that I took her out of the pool. Yeah. That's so I was like, okay. So I put her back in the pool, but I stopped putting her in that swimsuit because I honestly think it was attracting bees. In her yeah. Head. That's so. like that old SNL skit where the guy has like dangerous Halloween costumes. It's the bee attracting swimsuit. <laughs> I love that. Go ahead, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, all right. What's your number two? My number two is you talked about house centipedes. I had it listed as gross bugs with a lot of legs. Yeah, that's house centipedes. Because our, do you remember our old shitty basement apartment we had in Clarendon Hills that you stayed at a couple times? Yes, I'm guessing you got them. Because if you're oh. low like that, you'll get them. In that bathroom, we had those things, and I don't, I didn't know what they were. Just like you, when you see them, you're like, how is that still around? Like that shit, that doesn't look like it should be alive. Anymore. No, not at all. It is from another era. It's disgusting. It's an offense to everything that is good and decent in the world, and I don't like them, but it still isn't my number one. Yeah. I'm curious as to what your number one is. Uh, my number two is sharks. This doesn't come up a lot, so this tests my theory of am I going to really be attacked by a shark, but it's come up enough especially when we traveled around the world in like 2018 and a couple of times we were in the ocean. The last one of which was in Hawaii, which totally has sharks. Um, And we were uh, snorkeling and we had our flippers on and we were looking at fish and Maggie complained that I wasn't swimming very fast. We were like together. Uh, and holding hands that she thought she was like kind of dragging me along. But I said this whole time, I am looking for sharks and I'm protecting us from sharks. But I also thought if a shark came up, what the hell? I can barely swim anyway. Like, what am I going to do? Really? They say punch it in the nose. I couldn't even fathom in the moment trying to have the wherewithal to punch something in the nose underwater. What? Plus, have you seen sharks? They're just like big gray death machines. You're not going to know what the nose is. You're going to be like, oh, that's its belly, and then it's going to bite your face off. Exactly. Sharks are ridiculous, and they even have, like, and I'm nervous about it being in the bay, too. Like, sharks don't, I don't think, come into the bay very often, but there's also a great YouTube video of of a great white shark, and there's great white sharks here, attacking a seal off Alcatraz. Like, they... Oh, my God. Who knows? And if you go out to the Farallon Islands, which are just a little bit off of the bay in the ocean, there's tons of great whites out there. That's crazy. Yeah. So we like, I sometimes I'm not, again, I would never do this because I'm not a very good swimmer and wouldn't want to do it anyway. But people do the like Alcatraz to the, the uh, one of the beaches of San Francisco, like swim. It's like a mile or something. Uh-huh. I would never do that for that no. reason. I don't trust water. I took sharks off my list because I know myself well enough to know that I would never go in the water if there were sharks there. 
Yeah. <laughs> I would never encounter it. It just wouldn't happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, good call out there. All right, what's your number one? My number one is the only animal that I am truly... other. I mean, house centipedes gross me out, but I feel like they're small enough and like I haven't seen one since that apartment. I feel like I can avoid them well enough, but something that I just... And again, I haven't seen many of these in my life, but snakes i can't deal with snakes Ooh, yeah you and maggie if we go on a hike and she sees a snake she is not happy no i don't want to deal with snakes it doesn't make sense that they can move i don't like how they look i don't like how they look like they're a bunch like slimy and they can bite you and i i don't think they can even see i just don't i don't like snakes at all i don't like anything about them you and indiana jones yep that's right yeah, I uh, I put snakes as an honorable mention, but I actually I, uh, I I mentioned the spiders thing as a joke with Maggie because she thinks I'm really afraid of them. But I I showed her my list of like ten possibilities, and like if you were to guess, what do you think my top five is? And she didn't put snakes on my list because she I think because she's clearly more afraid of snakes than I am. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I've seen snakes enough, like non lethal snakes like gardener snakes and stuff in in and around like the seattle area and the summer camp i worked at was like full of snakes oh okay uh so i kind of got to get used to them but uh they do have rattles uh rattlesnakes here i haven't mm-hmm. seen one though yet yeah i just don't trust them i don't like them don't yeah. want anything to do with them i hear I those stories fair. you know those like clickbait news stories on the weather channel website that mm-hmm. um like this person thought they were just going to the bathroom, and then a snake bit their ass off. I, I think that that's going to happen to me one day. Yeah, I think of uh, in Washington they have like black widow spiders, and apparently a common place to be bitten by a black widow spider they like damp areas is if you sit in an outhouse, you'd be like bitten on the taint or the balls or something like that. Oh, God. <laughs> like I can't think worse? of anything worse. Oh, only if a snake was there next to it, it was like time to go. All right. My number one, I've just, I've gone up to Tahoe a couple of times and I think about this animal a lot. You'll watch them break into houses and sometimes they're cute and bumbly, but honestly, they freak me out. I don't ever want to run into a bear. Bears are my number one because I feel realistically like I could run into a bear. And what would I do? I think I would just give a bear a hug because that's why they call it a bear hug. And I think I would just be friends with the bear. You know what? Maybe that's what I should be thinking about. Maybe that's it. But yeah, that has to be my number one because I just. I agree with you because I think bears are lethal, like very strong. Yeah. Like you can't fight a bear. No, I mean, I'm sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio and whatever that movie is that I never saw that you won an Oscar for that you probably didn't really deserve. You can't fight a bear. No, a bear would just maul your face off and then like not even care that it happened. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's why it's my number one. Do you have any animals that, because I also looked on the internet a little bit on animals like people generally are afraid of that I'm like, what? Yeah. Did you have any animals that fit that? Like once I looked, saw, but I was just like, no, I'm not including it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a bunch of different, like very specific spiders and like jellyfish and stuff where I'm just like, I'm not going to go near the water. Stingrays, like things like that. I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, what's the guy's name that 
got stung. What was like an Australian guy? Steve Irwin. I'm not going to Steve yes. Irwin myself. Like I'm yeah. not going to be near them. Not going to happen. I don't trust the water. There's a bunch of shit in the ocean that we haven't even discovered yet. I don't want to know what it is. Somebody else can do that. Carl Sagan, come back and do that. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I One of the ones for me was wolves. Oh, yeah. I could see that. I had coyotes as an honorable mention. because coy- If you've ever seen a coyote up front and personal, like they're a little... There's something about the way a coyote walks, and I'm like, you aren't afraid of anything and that's a little worrisome to me yeah we did um we went on this one hike in marin county which is north of san francisco and a little hoity-toity but it's like got some beautiful areas we went on this one hike that was like actually a treacherous drive to get to but it was pretty cool and uh there was a coyote right in front of us and we had ducky but the coyote was coyotes aren't that big it was smaller than Ducky. No, they're not. Considerably. Yeah. And it, it just ran off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would also see them in Santa Fe, New Mexico. But like, uh, yeah, it was just interesting to see. I was like, oh, that's a coyote. I have not seen a coyote here. When we played golf in Scottsdale, uh, we played a course called Desert Mountain in Gold Canyon, which is like 45 minutes east. And one of the holes we were playing, I hit my ball in the fairway. I walked up to it. There was a coyote standing right there. It literally ran up the hole with us. It just wow. like ran up the rough as we were going up the other side. And it was just like, didn't care that we were there. And it was just kind of like trotting along in the middle of the day. It was, it was very like interesting, but also like, okay, I don't know what's going on with these coyotes. Yeah. I think I feel like coyotes aren't big enough to scare me. Or like, I don't feel like they would actually attack me unless they were like rabid. Right. That's probably uh, true. Yeah. Although speaking of potentially rabid the one animal that is not also very big but does kind of freak me out when they're in packs is raccoons yes i agree with that 100 percent. if there's like four or five of them uh which at our old place in oakland this happened there was like four or five of them just out like terrorizing the neighborhood and i remember i was walking down the sidewalk it was dusk and one of them stood up and looked at me like I was going to walk toward them, hoping they would scatter. And they didn't. One of them just stood up. I was like, oh, I guess I'm crossing the street. You got to ask so yourself just, one question. Do yeah. you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like that, that was on my list too. But for some reason, the other thing that doesn't bother me are maybe it should like cougars and mountain lions. Like they have them here. But they also strike me as like, that's not going to attack me. Yeah, there was one in the uh, forest preserve right by our house, but I, I feel the same way. Like, I think I think they can if they're hungry enough, but I think very most often they don't come near people. Yeah. Oh, you know what? One thing I, th- I think I should have put on my list is like elk. Elk? Yeah, when I've seen them, they're like really large. And I feel like if one charged you, that would be scary as shit. <laughs> I guess, yeah, that's true. I just, it's, I never would have thought of elk. I'm just, yeah, yeah that's pretty good. All right. The rest of my honorable mentions spiders, snakes, uh, raccoons, I mentioned kind of rats. I guess I'm not really afraid of rats. I just hate them. Skunks. Yeah. We had a skunk broke. in our yard and we quickly went inside so we wouldn't get sprayed. Uh, and then the other one, this goes back to my childhood a little bit uh, horses. Which I could see a horse now and be fine, but I did. I was at a summer camp where you could ride horses, 
and I did ride one briefly once and I didn't like it and it terrified me and I didn't do it again. The horse was like, get the, get out of here, you jerk. Well, like the horse, horse didn't do anything you. wrong, but like, I was just like, I hate this. I'm curious though. Like, what was it? Was it just the experience or do you think it was like the animal's too big and powerful and you don't want to be on it or like what? Kind of. I think just feeling like out of control. Yeah. I, th- I believe the first time I went on it, like, I think it went a little faster than I was expecting. I didn't really know how to slow it down. And it was just like, I no, I don't want this. All right. I've never been on a horse. So yeah, I, uh, I lied too. I think I was 10 or 11 years old and I lied and said like for altruistic reasons, I didn't want to ride the horse. Like, Oh, they shouldn't be ridden. But it was honestly, I was afraid of it. I love that. I love that. Yeah. You did that. Yeah. Classic 10 or 11 year old me. That's pretty impressive to have that in your bag at that age <laughs> oh yeah lying no definitely had it no just to come up with that excuse like that's a good excuse yeah well it's a very pacific northwest excuse too yeah uh do, what are your honorable mentions i just said coyotes all right coyotes uh folks at home if you've got animals that you're afraid of go ahead and hit us up whiskey sessions music at gmail.com uh we'd love to know what else is out there i know like hippos are scary like yeah but i'm never gonna run into a hippo right so yeah that was something i saw where i was like hippos i mean honestly if you saw anything that was like if you go to africa and like the wilderness like you're gonna see a ton of shit scorpions like all kinds of stuff that's like that thing could kill me like you know without that and i like it would i would be dead if it stung me or something but yeah i just don't think i'll encounter it no uh, but yeah, uh, email us. Uh, you can email us about scariest animals. You can email us about anything. It's a whiskey sessions music at gmail.com and we will read your emails on a future episode. But we've got to get to your emails for this episode. So let's get to them. These are your emails. You sent us emails to read emails and now we'll read them. All right, BPM, what do we got in the old email inbox? We got an email from somebody who I think didn't listen all the way through to the honorable mentions. But anyway, dear whiskey session, I'm wondering how you failed to mention Carl's Jr. when you had an episode on your favorite Carl's. Are you forgetting about this nominal? No, I think they meant seminal fast food chain. Or are you holding a grudge for their uh, exploitative commercials featuring Paris Hilton washing a car in a bikini? You did have them in your honorable mentions, but we didn't rank them. So somebody who must love Carl's Jr. I will say this, though, to the person that emailed in, I actually didn't mean to have them on my honorable mentions for a couple of reasons. I put them down because I just saw that they were a Carl's. Yeah. I don't think I've actually ever been to a Carl's Jr. No, we only have Hardee's in the Midwest. They're like, a it's the same company, but we only have Hardee's. So I've, I can't That's even right. go to one unless I'm on the West Coast, I think. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Only the West Coast has them. Yeah. Why do they break up the chains like that? I don't know. I I should know because I listened to Doughboys for so long, and I'm sure they talked about this many times, but I don't remember why. I think maybe Carl's Jr. bought Hardee's at some point okay. and just didn't want to change the name for some reason. Hmm. But I've heard, like, they've had, Carl's Jr.'s had things like, they have a Captain Crunch milkshake that I think is, like, something, like, a novelty people want to try from them, and, like, some of their burgers are supposed to be good. I don't know, but I I've never had it. Yeah, I, I will say, not to retcon an old episode, but I put him on as an honorable mention, and I, and I realized fully now that, like, why did I do that? I've actually never been to a Carl's Jr. 
I do like that it's called Carl's Jr. because it's a weird combination of words, but yeah. yeah. Does the East Coast have their own version of that? That's something I else entirely? think I'm pretty sure, honestly, it's like Carl's Jr. Hardy's. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I could be wrong. It might be like Carl's Jr.'s only West Coast and Hardy's is everywhere East, but I'm not positive. I've also never been to a Hardy's. Yeah, I never went either. We had one in Homewood, which is pretty close to where I grew up, but like never went there. Yeah. yeah I haven't even been to In-N-Out in a little bit. How is In-N-Out? That's something I've never had, but I know West Coasters love it. Yeah, truthfully, In-N-Out burgers are good. Like People can say they're overrated or whatever. For a fast food, it's not going to be the best burger you ever had, but for a fast food burger, I think it is quite good. Okay. They have got to step their fries game up, though. Their fries are not good at all. I would really? say close to the bottom of most fast food restaurants. What What is it about them that is unpleasant? I don't know. There's just like nothing to them. There's no flavor. They don't salt them enough. There's just like nothing going there. Okay. They clearly just don't care enough. You know who had really good fries that I miss? Because um, I, I don't go there anymore is Five Guys. Yeah. And they give you a shit ton of them. Mm-hmm. And they, they had, didn't they have peanuts? And they yes, like that was the thing. Things. As you were yeah. waiting, yeah, you could just pick up a thing of peanuts and throw them on the floor. Uh-huh. What a I funny like thing that is. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been to a Five Guys in a long time either. They opened one in Rogers Park like right after we moved out. Oh, which, I mean, it might have been for the better, though, because I feel like I would have gone there a lot. Yeah. That's one thing I don't miss much since I've been vegan for like six years now, by the way. And I don't miss very much, but that that is, I wouldn't say miss it, but like that's one of those things on the list. I think like Peace Pizza, like a really good mm. pizza like that, or something like Five Guys where it was just like high quality, kind of like fast food-ish stuff. That, that's what I like that I miss. Yeah. All right. The deep question for our podcast. Do you plan to be vegan for the rest of your life? Sure do. All right. Only way it wouldn't be is if, like, medically a doctor said you should not do this anymore. But other than that, I love it, so I wouldn't switch. Okay. That's a nugget for our podcast listeners. I feel like that's that's a deep one. That's a deep nugget. They have to listen all the way past, like, when they thought our episode was almost over to get that one. Yeah. (laughs) On the next episode, I'll be asking you, what do you think happens after we die? (laughs) <laughs> i have answers on that too maybe that'll be we'll we'll start doing like a deep, save it save it save it deep thoughts segment at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh all right that is the end of this episode again if you want to email us go ahead and hit us up whiskey sessions music at gmail.com we'll read your episode on a future excuse me we'll read your yeah i made the same mistake last episode <laughs> we'll read your email on a future episode but that does it for this episode B-Pimp, you got any words of wisdom to leave our listeners with? How centipedes are gross. They're the fucking worst. All right, until next time, this is Amat saying peace out. And B-Pimp saying bye-bye.